This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Today is Monday, December 2nd, 2019. On this day in 1993, notorious drug lord Pablo Escobar died in a shootout with Colombian police. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the death of kingpin Pablo Escobar. Let's go back to a chilly afternoon on December 2nd, 1993 in Medellin, Colombia. Pablo lifted the phone receiver to make a call. It had been 16 months since he'd last seen his son, Juan Pablo. Long months marked by the stress of life on the run, always looking over his shoulder, watching for the enemies who wanted him dead. His bodyguard, Alvaro de Jesus Agudelo, or El Limon, lingered a few feet away, but his presence provided little comfort. After all, El Limon couldn't anticipate every threat, which meant that Pablo couldn't risk staying on the phone for too long. He had only a few minutes to talk to his son on the phone before he'd risk the call being intercepted and tracked. It was dangerous, but worth it. He picked up the phone, dialed, and listened for Juan Pablo to pick up. Finally, his son's warm voice echoed over the line. A wave of emotion surged through Pablo. It always did when he spoke to his children. For a few seconds, they exchanged pleasantries, asking about each other's lives. But then Pablo scanned the street from his room above. He saw a few men acting far too casual, closing in on his building. He hung up, not even bothering with a goodbye. If he survived this encounter, he'd have plenty of time to chat with his son later. Pablo and El Limon scrambled out of the apartment. Police footsteps pounded right after them. They couldn't turn to the streets. Too crowded, too many witnesses, too easy to block an escape route. He had no car, no allies, nowhere to go but up. Pablo scrambled onto a house's rooftop, El Limon a step behind him. As he got his feet under him, he gasped for breath. Bullets flew through the air, shattering the quiet stillness. With no cover, Pablo ran. When he reached the end of the rooftop, he jumped. For a panicked moment, sailing 20 feet above a city street, Pablo thought he wasn't going to make it, right up until he landed atop the next house. But Pablo had no time to celebrate his success. 
El Limon pointed back down the block, where police officers started popping up on the rooftops, chasing after them. And they weren't shy about shooting. While El Limon returned covering fire, Pablo continued to run, fishing for his own gun. But he knew his efforts were futile. He was already panting, out of breath. There were only so many rooftops in Medellin, only so far he could go. He confirmed that the chamber was loaded and spared a thought for his son, Juan Pablo. He wished he'd said more of a goodbye, but it was too late for regret. As Pablo skidded across a tiled roof, he accepted that he wouldn't survive this chase. But at least he wouldn't go down without a fight. Up next, we'll explore the life of Pablo Escobar and what led to the fatal shootout on the rooftops of Medellin. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Now back to the story. On December 2nd, 1993, the police chased notorious Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar across the rooftops of Medellin. The encounter ultimately ended in 44-year-old Pablo's death. It was a fittingly violent end to a violent life. Pablo Escobar was the founder of the Medellin Cartel, one of the world's largest cocaine suppliers. His empire was responsible for roughly 80% of the United States cocaine market. He ruled his domain with an iron fist. He had no qualms killing his rivals or the police to protect his own fortunes. He became famous for the so-called silver or lead policy he adopted toward politicians. They could choose between accepting a bribe or taking a bullet. He was responsible for tens of thousands of deaths thanks to raging turf wars, murders he ordered, and countless drug overdoses. His crimes seemingly caught up with him on June 19, 1991. 41-year-old Pablo negotiated a generous plea deal with Colombian authorities. Then he turned himself in. Per the terms of his surrender, Pablo designed his own luxurious holding facility. He had a personal soccer field and gymnasium and was even able to continue running the cartel thanks to unrestricted phone and computer access. He seemed content to serve his five-year sentence in his palatial prison. But on July 22, 1992, after 13 months of incarceration, Pablo Escobar escaped during an arranged prison transfer. Pablo's final year and a half on the run was marked by paranoia. He had a target on his back, 
thanks to the police, rival drug dealers, and vengeful friends and family members of the people he'd murdered. In 1992 and 1993, several of his top enforcers and lawyers fell to assassinations. Pablo's wife and children attempted to flee the country, but the Colombian government extradited them back home. There, the Escobar family served as bait. On December 2, 1993, when Pablo called his son Juan Pablo from his hideout, police closed in around him. But the always vigilant Pablo somehow spotted them and tried to flee across the local rooftops. After a 20-minute chase, Pablo was fatally shot in the leg, shoulder, and head. Officially, Pablo was killed by the search block, a task force committed to taking down the notorious crime lord. However, some of Pablo's friends and family members have their doubts about the state's narrative. Pablo's son, Juan Pablo, revealed that the kingpin often claimed that he'd rather kill himself than give the police the satisfaction of taking him down. Juan Pablo has long maintained that Pablo died of suicide, and the police took credit for the death for propaganda purposes. Other conspiracy theories suggest that the United States DEA took Pablo down to diminish the threat his cocaine empire posed. But killing Pablo didn't slow the drug trade. Instead, it created a martyr. Even after a decade of brutal violence and bloodshed, Pablo Escobar became a Colombian folk hero. More than 20,000 people attended his funeral. Today, Pablo's former home and safe houses are museums and tourist destinations. Colombian officials try to stem attempts to glorify the drug lord to no avail. Thanks to his charitable initiatives during his lifetime, many see Pablo Escobar as a Robin Hood figure. We may not know who killed Pablo Escobar, but for the people of Medellin, his legend lives on. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more information on the life and death of Pablo Escobar, check out ParCast original Kingpins. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime.
Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro and Carly Madden. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Angela Jorgensen, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon and Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson.